Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Disnoids Podcast. Hey, that's Disnoids Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight. Coming to you live, not live, from the Disnoids Studios, aka a craft room tonight. Apparently, the kids decided to use it as a craft table. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry if you get uh, some paint on your arm or something there, man. Man, I got paint on me. I got kitty litter on me. I got <laughs> cat glitter on me. I don't know what cat glitter is, but hey. <laughs> well, that voice you hear on the other side is the guy I want to introduce you to right now. Yeah. A dude that is becoming so popular from podcasting that Hollywood is making a documentary about his life called Tons of Fun. Yeah. Not only does he have a golden voice, but he has looks as well. Yeah, dude. Looks like Meatloaf in a Keanu Reeves cosplay. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Introduce you to Mr. Review It Rob. Paradise <laughs> by the dashboard <laughs> matrix. What's up? <laughs> hey, man. How is it going? <laughs> that was really hard to copy in. Uh, probably could have gotten Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I don't think about it. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, sir. I have some fantastic news I'm a little soaked because, you know, on the way up here, I decided to freaking tropical storm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no we had one of those pop-up storms yeah. that get in the south. Ridiculous. I couldn't see nothing. I had a car behind me with its high beams on. <laughs> a freaking car in front of me was breaking every two seconds. It was a surprise I made it. <laughs> and apparently I had the door locked when you got here. Yep. So, yeah, you had your door locked. So not only did I have to hurry through the rain, I was sitting there holding some uh, sodas and a pizza. And then I couldn't get in the door, so your wife calls me because you're fancy pants now. We've heard these stories about golf carts and all that. Yeah, I have an intercom uh, doorbell ringer thing. You have the uh, non-privacy doorbell that you have. So she's like, hey, Uncle Joey. I'm like, what? Where's that come from? Oh. <laughs> Saw that. She was trying to give me directions on how to get into the door, but it was freaking farm storming outside. You were storming inside on the drums. I couldn't hear nothing. I freaking leaned down in front of the thing, so I'm sure she got a good shot of my ear hole. <laughs> but I finally got it again. All right. Good yeah. job, man. Sheesh. Adventures. And then while I'm drumming, I see you pop your head in the door. You're like, man. You're, <laughs> you're all soaked. I gave you that old Amanda Bynes. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, it was good times. Good times. Good times, right? Now I you have, don't need to shower. I have breaking news. I don't know if I want to do Ooh, it now or later. In the I have breaking news as well. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I'm doing mine first. Oh, boy. So. My heart broke earlier this year when Halloween Horror Nights got postponed. Earlier, like, last month? Shut up. <laughs> or earlier this month? If we've learned anything from this year, everything feels super old and only happened like a day ago. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. True story. But, I didn't know if I was doing my trip. Yeah. If I still wanted to go or not. Yeah. Debated on that for a while. Today, Ooh. I called Universal Orlando. I'm like, hey, let's modify this bad boy. Oh, snap. So, I'm still going to Universal Orlando. Yes. In almost a month. Would you would you modify? Change the dates. Okay. Just going for a couple of days instead of like a whole week now. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's um let's let's bring that back around when we get into theme park news because I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. Um so my breaking news is yeah. movie theaters are opening in the area. Yeah, they are. Okay, part of my job is getting places back up and running when they've been closed for a while. Weird, I got a call that said de-winterize. It's the middle of summer. De-winterize. But that's, that's what it's called. When, when, when a place goes into lockdown for the winter, you got to refresh their stuff. That's what I call it when I'm playing Scorpion. I kick Sub-Zero in the face. De-winterize. <laughs> that was a pretty sweet kick you just did there. <laughs> What'd you pull a hammy? Pull a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. No, but anyways, Citadel Mall Cinema, West uh -huh. Ashley, Charleston, right down the road. Is it still open? Yeah. All right. They're opening tomorrow. Ah. Tomorrow for you folks out there in podcast land, that is Friday, Friday. the 14th. Ooh, Ooh close. <laughs> um, listen to this rundown of movies, if I can remember them now, okay? What kind of theater is this? This is this AMC. AMC, so AMC, they're doing like the 15 cent thing. 
Maybe. Okay. Are they AMC? I don't know. It's a Cinema Mall Cinema IMAX. Okay. So, anyways, this this is what I just seen the guy I was talking to because I was like, I was like, when you guys open? He said Friday. I was like, sweet. He's like, check out what we have: Jaws, ooh, Jurassic Park, heck yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, did I say Jaws? Yeah. Um, I'm completely blank. Invisible Man. Okay. Um, I'm gonna blank now. <laughs> you didn't write them down. I thought I could remember. Uh, come on, man, you're old. You can't remember nothing. Um, The Dark Knight. Ooh. It was like a ton of blockbusters. A bunch of really E. T. E. T. Okay. Uh, Ghostbusters. Okay. I feel like I heard a lot of these on Regal's announcement as well. Dang it! I cannot remember what the rest of them were. Dang it! Oh well, we gotta check it out. But anyways. Um, he's also going to give me the hookup on some posters and stuff. Because whenever they do these reruns, like Jurassic Park, it's like, yeah. I want a poster. Invisible Man, I want a poster. Yeah, Ghostbusters, yeah. I want a poster. So yeah. Say he's going to keep his eye out, eyes out for me. Hopefully. Yeah. Screw you. I'm the movie collector. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get posters for both of us, man. Yeah, exactly. Like um, you can keep the Invisible Man one. Which I need to watch that movie again because my feelings are a little mixed. On really? Yeah. Why? What happened? I don't know. Watching in the theaters, loved it. And then we watched it at home. Uh-huh. It didn't have the same feeling for me. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe you you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So it took the element of surprise and suspense out of it. Completely different from Fantasy Island. I've watched that movie three times now. I like it a little bit more. I heard that on your episode. Invisible Man. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's because I've seen all the Invisible Man stuff now that mm-hmm. I know when it's coming from. Yeah. Also, speaking of seeing things coming, I see my reflection in this window behind you. Yeah. I look like a zombie. <laughs> Do you look like I look like Loaf and Keanu Reeves cosplay? Yes. <laughs> um... Rocky Horror. Bill and Ted's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. <laughs> that would be pretty dope, yeah. actually. <laughs> cool, man. So, do you want to jump into some theme park news? Let's do it. Let's start off with what you're talking about with moving your trip, okay? Yeah. Um, before I forget this, because I'm good at that. Yeah. Um, well, you're a drummer. You pound your head all day long. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that sounded dirtier than yeah, a yeah. minute. Again. <laughs> you're on a roll, my friend. You're welcome. Um, so, anyways, now that they've canceled HHN, how would you Postponed feel Postponed <laughs> <laughs> Since they Done what they've done. <laughs> I almost said it again. How would you feel about if they at least did this? A meet and greet with the icons. No. No? No. Why not? Just seeing the photos of the meet and greets now seems mm-hmm. so not fun. Because they're like oh, standing really? like way behind you and behind a gate. Oh, I You're guess standing you. up front like, hey, <laughs> I'm meeting these guys. That ant's head is Jack! That yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Okay. All right. Gotcha. Cool. That's why I'm kind of glad it was postponed. That maybe we can get back to some kind of regular. I don't believe in the word normal. So some <laughs> kind of regular run of HHN. Okay. Yeah. That's gotcha. I understand. I understand. But when I go, there's gonna be some things that are a little different. A couple uh, rides that I don't even do, so I'm not really all that worried about. A couple rides have been closed for the foreseeable oh, future. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, I sent you the list. Yeah. And one, I'm very happy because Fast and the Furious supercharged. Hey, it's lame and lame. It's lame and I got you with your own thing. Yeah, yeah, That sounded dirty, too. <laughs> but, um, that's closed. And the reason they've closed these rides mm-hmm. is because now they're, they're not closed permanently. They're just closed yeah. for the foreseeable future. Yeah. The reason they're closing them, they're not getting that much foot traffic, meaning that many people are visiting it, mm-hmm. which obviously not that many people are going to Fast and Furious anyways. Yeah, that's a true story. Lame and lame. <laughs> um, so that's, that's down... Poseidon's Fury is down. Yeah, I got the list right here. So we got Barney. Yeah. Which is still a meet and greet. He's still hanging around in that area. So you can still meet Barney. Um, Fear Factor Live. K 
Kang and Coda's spinny ride over yeah, the yeah, Sentinel's yeah. land. Yeah. Poseidon's fury, like you Poseidon's said, fury. and then Storm's acceleration. Storm Force acceleration. Yeah, so all those things are closed right now, which is cool. Yeah. No big deal. No big losses right there, really. You know, my fingers are really, really crossed that their their creative team's coming up with some ideas. Oh, you think so? They have already realized that hey, these things are not getting foot traffic. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can put something else here. Yeah, that'd be more interesting. That'd be cool, man. Uh, I don't know how long of the life they want to give Layman Lamus because the yeah. ride is what relatively new still, like yeah. two years old or something like that. Yeah, I feel like it's two years old. Remind so. me, remind me, um, maybe after the show to look up what's the shortest run attraction. Like what attraction has gotten such an awful, you know, critical review or, or you know, people going hated yeah. it so much that they just had scrapped it. We'll find out what that is. That'd be cool. That might be an episode to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a couple things closing over at Universal side. Um, I also heard about they did some layoffs, which suck. Yeah. They did some layoffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been hard for the theme park industry, both sides. Disney, too. Yeah. yeah. Just... Um, what I read is they are doing better than if they were to be closed, but they're exactly. still making, they're not making the money they were hoping to be no, making. No, no. Yeah. What, Disney lost how much money? Like, in, like something tons, billion? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it started with a B. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> it started with a B for sure. As in bad. So um, some adjustments they've made is they've, they've closed, they've, they've decided to adjust their hours. Okay. So uh, park hours are reduced starting September 8th, and I'll just give you the rundown real quick. Um, Magic Kingdom is going to be 9 to 6. Okay. Epcot's going to be 11 to 7. Okay. Animal Kingdom is going to be 9 to 5. Okay. Hollywood Studios is going to be 10 to 7. What's the difference? What do you mean? I'm assuming Magic Kingdom used to stay on until what? 10 or something maybe, like maybe Magic Kingdom used to be 8 to 10 oh, okay. or something like that. It really depends on what time of the year. Just to give it kind of like a, like a, um, like a comparison, the hours today at Universal Studios was 9 to 5. And 10 to 6 for Islands of Adventure. So it seems like they're kind of in the same ballpark. I think that's like the normal hours for Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what Universal's always been. Yeah. I feel like the latest Universal's ever been open is 9. Yeah. 9 or 10. Unless it's Horror Nights or yeah. Christmas or something like that. Yeah. I think they stay open later then. Yeah, so they're, um, so they're reducing some hours just to kind of, I guess, kind of help. I yeah. mean, maybe because maybe um, they don't have as much staff. I don't know what the reasons are that they're closing, but... Or adjusting the hours, but... I'm sure staffing and less time to have people in the parks to where you can sanitize everything mm-hmm. and get ready for the next day. Or yeah, that. that's a good point. A yeah. um, couple other news things that happened this week is uh, they had a couple big storms down there in the Orlando area. Freaking storms. And I'm appara- still soaked over here. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, Rise of Resistance was down like a whole day because they kept having malfunctions that they're guessing was from a lightning strike. I saw that photo. Yeah, yeah that's like crazy. Resistance got struck with some lightning. Freaking. Could you imagine finally getting a boarding pass for that ride and then not being able to do it? <laughs> it's not meant to happen. <laughs> what the heck is that guy's name? What guy? General uh, Emperor Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine <laughs> struck. <laughs> um, and then the other one was uh, there was a fire at Hagrid's backstage. I could not find what caused the fire, Yeah, but they said it was extinguished immediately and guests were escorted away. Right. And um, I guess that ride was down for a day, too. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't mean, see if it was open back up today or not. But Hagrid's only one man, and those magical creatures can get <laughs> kind of crazy sometimes. <laughs> they sure can, man. <laughs> um, so there's some um, movie stuff here. Did you want to touch on some movie news, or did you have any more theme park news? Um, movie news I want to touch on with you, because I have a show where I talk movie news. You do? I do. It's this called The Review Rob Show. It's on all things that podcasts are oh, on. Oh, that's that, that's that show I named. <laughs> no, you gave me the name. <laughs> I named the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I thought about changing recently. No, man. Um, just the review part. Just change it to the Beetlejuice review because he spells review different. Mm. But then again, I'm like, ah, I've already got the logo. I'm not going to ask Caskey to do all that crap. <laughs> yeah, <yet."> man. 
Plus, I like it. I dig the name. <laughs> I like the logo, too. It's pretty But movie-wise, I wanted to ask you about... You've been a fan of... First, tell me when you became a fan of this, because I don't remember you ever talking about it when we were younger. Um, Tron. And we have Tron 3 pretty much guaranteed to happen now. Um, yes, I saw that, which reminds me I have a question for you. Um, I became a big fan of Tron when the newest one came out. Legacy. Yeah, whenever that one came out, that one really, like... I want to say, I can't remember the year it came out, but I remember specifically it being a date of me and my wife's before we were married. So it already had that sentimental value to me. But it was, it was a really seven in there, so it was either 2007 or 2017. Well, then probably seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that would have been right after we met. But anyways, um, it was really cool looking, you know what I mean? It was just really, you know, the graphics yeah. were fantastic, it was a cool story and all that stuff. And then you go back and you watch the original, and it was ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of just one of those... Cult classics, I guess. Yeah. They just fall in love with, and that that you just. I mean, I even like to watch I mean, Tron Legacy. I like to watch that one just randomly, yeah. here and there. Um, and I did. I didn't really read much into the news other than Jared Leto. Yeah, is supposed to be in it or has two thousand seventeen. He's been rumored to be in this movie since two thousand seventeen. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> okay, and he's confirmed it on his Instagram. He posted a GIF of Legacy where one of the guys is holding the disc thingy. Mm-hmm. I'm not that adverse on Tron. But the disc thing that's lighting up, he shared that, and then he wrote like a very long paragraph about joining the grid. Okay. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Stoked. Yeah. And, then, and you know, to have something... I don't know what the release date would be for that thing, if they've even announced it, but if it could open around the same time the ride does... Doubtful. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you think so? next year, right? I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if everything stays on schedule. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the movie, for sure. There you go. For sure, for right sure, on. for sure. Even with Jared Leto on it? Yes. Okay, so that's good, man. I just said remind me, and I forgot already. Um, somebody posted a tweet, which I got no response from. Mm. Like, nobody said anything about this, so I'm wondering, is it really this bad? Somebody's tweet, I'm probably going to mess it up, so it's not word for word. Their tweet said something like, please stop putting Jared Leto in movies already. That was the tweet. And oh, yeah, I yeah. retweeted it, and I said, what is he, it does, is it like common knowledge that he is a bad actor? Because I didn't understand that tweet at all. I think I saw the same tweet. The person thinks he seems like a cult leader or he weirds them out when he sees them. Because I saw a tweet kind of like that. Maybe it was a different tweet, but there's like, does anybody else get the same vibe of Jared Leto in a movie as I get with Tom Cruise in a movie? And are you able to distinguish their personal life from their Okay, well career? then maybe it's just me because I can't, like even with Tom Cruise. Like whenever yeah. I see Tom Cruise, I don't think... I don't ever think about it. Raving lunatic yeah. Scientologist. I don't think that stuff. I think, yeah. oh, this guy's going to act as behind off. Yeah. Same with Jared Leto. I mean, he's won an Academy Award, right? For the Dallas yeah. Buyers Club or whatever it was? Yep. I mean, he's, a, he's an accredited award-winning actor. Why do people have a problem with him? Because of Suicide Squad, I guess. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. All right. Okay. But yeah, that's it. Um, so yeah, Tron. Tron would be awesome. Tron's going to be awesome. I'm ready for the ride. That's my big worry about this trip. Is one of the main reasons I held off so long on this trip. I gotta drop weight, <laughs> <laughs> or I can't ride anything except for like Spider Man. <laughs> okay, but yeah, by the time Tron's open, I'll be good to go. Um, so other movie news we want to touch on. You briefly touched on it on your show. Yeah. Um, Seth Rogen doing the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, boy. I didn't really hear you say what talk too much about it other than than it's um... no because I want to talk with you because you're the Ninja oh Turtles. okay yeah yeah so Ninja Turtles a huge fan love Ninja Turtles I want to do a whole episode. To... Devoted to Ninja Turtles. We can. There's a lot of stuff going on in Ninja Turtles yes, right now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so Seth Rogen's going to do a movie. Yeah. A Ninja Turtles movie. Animated movie. So uh, right here he says, As a lifelong fan of Ninja Turtles, weirdly the teenage part of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was always the part that stuck out to me the most. 
And as someone who loves teenage movies and who's made a lot of teenage movies and who literally got their start in the entire profession <laughs> by writing a teenage movie, yeah. the idea of kind of honing in on the element was really exciting to us. I mean, not disregarding the rest, but really using that as kind of a jumping off point for the film. So he's wanting to put his own spin on the movie. He's kind of look at it from a teenage point of view, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel like we always, I feel like it always skips that. Whenever you see a movie, you see them as babies, you see them as training, and then it's straight to like they're ready to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe this will be a little more in the early years. The one bad thing I've seen about this is this the uh, the animated part. You don't like the animated part? I don't know, man. I'll have to see it. It's like, like if you ask me right now, what would you rather watch? Spider-Man Homecoming or what's the other one? Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. I'm going to pick the Homecoming. Yeah, I'm the same way. I like live action. Yeah, I like live action better than I do but animated. But, like Devil's Advocate, that, what, 2012 Ninja Turtles movie? Mm-hmm. That was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really good, yeah. But still, if you if you ask me the two, would you rather watch the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles or the 2012? I'd pick the Michael Bay. Really? Yeah. I just I just like the live action part. Yeah. You to me, like that's Megan really Fox. cool. But yeah, I am looking forward to him doing this. Um, I, Ninja Turtles reboots always. I'm yeah. always a go for that. So I trust Seth Rogen with something like this. It no seems kidding. like something yeah. he could do. Obviously, it's not going to be anything like his last animated film, Sausage Party. Uh huh. Never saw that. That was a hard R-rated movie. Oh, was it? <laughs> God, that movie was dirty. But um, I saw that movie in theaters. But I love Seth Rogen. That's why I saw it in theaters. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe we can dive into it a little bit deeper if we do a Ninja Turtles episode. Yeah. Here for it. Um, also, reminder: we can throw this out as a poll. Go go Ninja Turtles. <laughs> So that we're going, I want to throw this out as a poll. Um, whenever I was going through numbering our podcast, I noticed our Jurassic Park episode's gone. Is it? Yeah, so if anybody would like us to do another one, I'm down to do a whole other Jurassic Park episode. Yeah, well, let's wait till Dominion comes up before I do another Jurassic Park. Okay, cool. It's next right. year, right around your birthday, I think. Okay, yeah, cool. June All right, we'll do that then. Um, so maybe Ninja Turtles episode's coming down the pike. Yeah. Um, you got any other news over there? Movie-wise, uh, no. Oh, I got two more theme park news. Oh, things Kung to talk Lao. About. Kung, Kung Lao. I heard that, yeah, on your show. It's confirmed for the movie. So That's awesome, man. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He's always my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be cool to see him on the big screen. What's this James Wan, man? James Wan has done nothing wrong as far as I'm concerned. James Wan's playing Kung Lao? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'd be fun. Oh, you know would be cool? Thinking Ninja Turtles. It'd be cool if the, the kid that played Kino was Kung Lao. Uh, Bro, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. <laughs> cool. Um, I got two more little bits of news, and then we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna head into our next segment. Yes. But um, two more theme park news I got real quick. I just completely glanced over. Um, Epcot has revealed its new pylons at the entrance. Have you seen any pictures of that? No. Um, I didn't even know Epcot was on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now one of one of uh, my friends on Twitter shared a picture and said it looks like Epcot won the national. The college national football championship because that's what it looks like. It looks like two glass, <laughs> two glass things. It looks like a college championship trophy. So I thought that was funny. It the looks big, cool. The big old lipstick bottle looking thing. No, it's um, it's glass. It looks kind of like maybe it's the conference championship one that's all glass. But mm-hmm. I'll show you after the show. Okay. And then the other one, uh, the People Mover is under a multi-month refurbishment. They didn't say why, but that's a very popular ride. So I don't know if they're just refurbing or if they plan on doing something else. They're not getting rid of that ride. Heck no, but what I'm saying is I don't know if that means... How um, close is Stitch to that ride? Oh, it's right around it. It circles right around it. So, like, that's what I was going to say. Maybe attraction that it passes has something going on that it needs to be down for so people don't get any spoilers. There you go. So, uh, just keep an eye out for the people mover. Yeah. Cool, man. Do you have anything else? No. Cool. Let's take a quick break. Take a break, yeah. 
Sound good to you? I'm good with it. All, All right, come guys. Come back with the goodies. Yeah, we'll be right back. I don't mean headache medicine. <laughs> In a podcast all about trailers. Two hosts who have no idea what the fuck they are doing. Oh man, I am so hype right now. Where's my beer? What the trailer? Coming soon to your ears, right now. To the Diz Noids podcast, and we're about to get metal. Yes, fun, fun little song there by Jonathan Young. Yes, Jonathan Young with "Be Prepared" cover. Follow his YouTube page for all the awesome. Yeah, it's really good. He's got some really good covers really of good. Disney tracks. I think he's done other covers as well. And it's it's different styles. He does some pop punk, but it's mostly metal. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, other we're gonna get into Disney metal here in a second. We're gonna let's start with Disney metal. <laughs> we already know Universal's got metal. Yes, right. We True already story. know it. Um, that's something I've said from the beginning. There's a different feel about Universal. It yeah. just feels hard rock. Yeah. Um, you know, it just feels exciting as soon as you walk in. You know? yeah. Between Halloween Horror Nights, between Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper's, you can walk through the park, hear a metal song every now and then. Soundtracks on rides. Rip Ride Rocket. Bands yeah. that play. Uh, the X-Men come out on their freaking cycles. Yeah. <laughs> All that stuff. So we knew that. So the idea you came up, to, uh, came up with is... Yeah. What is metal at Disney? Yeah, so the, what I'm going to call this episode is things that make Disney World metal as F. Yeah. Even that letter F is metal. That letter F um, is pretty metal. Also, anybody that knows us know we end the show with stay metal. That's like your catchphrase. If we ever get a shirt made, it's going to say stay metal on there somewhere. Stay metal Because we love it. Somewhere. It's a lifestyle. It's kind of what we're all about. You know yeah. what I mean? We, we love it. We love the music. Yeah. We love the lifestyle. So I, I've drawn some, some parallels between some things that I consider metal and things that Disney has going on. I have a couple of fun articles I want to read. Okay. Um, I also found a list of um, the most metal things you could watch on Disney Plus right now. Disney Plus. All yeah. right. Before you do that, yeah. soundtrack-wise, Disney, they there's been like this crazy thing that happened years ago of the metal called Disney... A metal called... <laughs> an album called Disney Metal where yeah. like 80s glam bands, like uh-huh. members of every 80s glam band came together. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> they came together and they did renditions of Disney songs. Sounded right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, years later, more guitar players came around and did a Disney album as well, with just instrumentals like Zach Wild, for instance. Mm-hmm. You can search Zach Wild on YouTube and find do Zach Wild Disney, and you'll find him doing a freaking Disney song <laughs> for an album. And then you just go through that whole album like holy cow, 
That's it's a good. So that's idea. one connection right there. Yeah. Yeah. So um so when you think of Disney, at least um what it seems like the mainstream media wants you to think about Disney, squeaky clean, kids, fantasy land, magical, um, you poppy. know poppy. Yeah. yeah, just all kind of all things happy and smiles and all that stuff. Yeah. But what I'm gonna talk about right now, I feel like draws parallels between Disney and metal. Okay. Okay, let me start off with this right here. A Rolling Stone review of a recent heavy metal album claims that the singer's voice rarely drops below a banshee soprano, Ooh. and the contents of and the lyrics are a hoot. Hoot. Yes. Eighteen years earlier, a Los Angeles Times reviewer described another heavy metal group as having a complete lack of intelligence and originality. Boo. 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 Boo all that. Boo, Boo all that. that. Lester Bangs, the only noted rock critic who had anything favorable to say. About its inception, right? Some years later, as its detractors have always claimed, heavy metal rock is nothing more than a bunch of noise. It is not music; it's distortion, and that is precisely why it, it its adherent why its adherents find it appealing. Of all contemporary rock, it is the genre most closely identified with <clears throat> aggression and carnage. Heavy metal okay. orchestrates technological nihilism. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so what he's saying is. This is what I think about when you, whenever you hear people make fun of Disney adults. Like, that's a whole thing. People yeah, yeah. like, people are so into it, but people make fun of them. Yeah, so like it's kind of like those shouldn't go to Disney yeah. because they don't have kids. Yeah. yeah. It's just like these rock critics say people shouldn't listen to heavy metal because it's not music. It's bad yeah. for you. There's a parallel right there. There you go. You already have mainstream media telling you what not to do, but people love what they love anyways. Yeah. Um, I love the culture of Disney fans that have tattoos because yeah. that's another heavy metal thing. That is a very heavy metal thing. A lot of cool Disney tattoos have come out, man. Yes. Like, I've seen some of those things. Those yeah, yeah, they great. were really good. Yeah. A long time ago, when I was doing my space theme over here, I wanted a space mountain. Oh, really? It might still happen. Do it, man. But, yeah. I'm going to get freaking mummy-themed tattoos, so. Well, there you go. Revenge of the Mummy. That is pretty sweet. So, whenever you think of heavy metal, you think of aggression, you think of darkness, you think of uh, the devil. Let's just say the devil, because I'm going to do this parallel right here. Okay. The devil is in the detail. Yes. You ever heard that saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney's all about the detail. Okay? Oh, yeah, for sure. And there's a couple of things I want to read right here that just tells you about the kind of detail they put in their attractions, okay? Okay. For example, when you're on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, mm -hmm. there are two skeletons that are playing chess next to the queue. They have died there because the game was at a stalemate and neither one of them ever won. Okay. So that's something you can see in the chessboard that neither one won, but they're playing there so long they turned yeah. into skeletons. That's just a cool add-on to have. It's a cool add-on. Plus skeletons. Skeletons are metal. metal. Yeah. So yeah. All these things are going to have that kind of yeah. time. Mm -hmm. You'll see here. <clears throat> As the elevator for Tower of Terror rotates toward the exit, look out for some Twilight Zone memorabilia. Ooh. Among these is Caesar, a creepy ventriloquist dummy from the episode Caesar and Me. You can see the slot machine from another episode called The Fever. Okay. Tower of Terror, metal as hell. There you go. Yeah. Metal okay. palm trees. See, even the metal itself. Yeah, palm trees? <laughs> yeah, metal palm trees located close to Spates Mountain in Tomorrowland are not just there for show. They fold up at night and even during the day as they are used to collect solar energy. Ah, what a freaking cool that's way. That's pretty awesome. That's, yeah, pretty, that's, that's pretty awesome, huh? That's innovative, just like a lot of metal music is innovative in their guitar work. There you go. Look there at you, go. man. The new Starbucks location at the head of Sunset Boulevard has a distinctly vintage look. Vintage, metal, hard rock. Think vintage, okay? Okay. The logo outside is the is brown instead of green and features the original Starbucks mermaid. Though the logo only dates back to 1971 in Seattle, it is as close as you can get to the period appropriate prick pick. And any Starbucks fan is sure to notice that it looks distinct 
completely different from the stylized icon used today. Okay. So so they use the vintage look for the Starbucks and Hollywood Studios. Vintage yeah. is rock and roll. Yeah, love sure. it. Cool. <clears throat> As you board the Tower of Terror's elevator, look to the left-hand side. There's an inspection certificate dated October 31st, 1939. What day is that? I don't know. Halloween, man. Ah, Metal yeah. is F. <laughs> but it's signed by Caldwater. This is a character in another Twilight Zone episode, Escape Clause, who was, that was eventually revealed to be the devil. Oh, there you go. That's metal. Devil. Yeah, the inspection certificate's number is 10259, celebrating the date that the Twilight Zone first aired. Okay. That's pretty okay? Dope. This is one of my favorite little hidden gems. Okay, you ready for this? I'm wearing the shirt right now. Pause a moment at the entrance of Muppet Vision 3D and really read the signboard and you'll find a guide of the many Muppet-led departments in the building, okay? So on the board next to the right, there's a department, okay? Okay. Listen to this department, okay? Okay. Division of De Decibel Development by Professor Animal Percussionist at Large. Okay. So there's a, a drum studio course there. Yeah. Man, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. And then also there is the Attitude Adjustment and Groove Testing. Got it. Oh, that's that's freaking awesome, man. That's pretty awesome. Man. Yeah. I like it. Um, here's another one. As you exit Pirates of the Caribbean, take a look at the footprints on the moving walkway. You'll see a single boot print followed by a small circle. Those belong to a peg-legged pirate. All right. Devil in the details, man. That's really exactly. cool. Yeah. While, you're, while you are waiting outside to tour Studio C on Rock and Roller Coaster, try listening at the doors of Studios A and B, and you'll hear sounds from a real recording session. Yeah. And the last one I have here now that I just think is metal, skeletons, bones, really cool. Have a closer look at the sign of the boneyard in Animal Kingdom. It's a replica of a stegosaurus shoulder blade. Oh. I was like, that's dope. dope, man. Yeah, man. I like it. Yep. Disney can be metal. Disney yep. can absolutely be metal. Yep. I mean, look at those freaking villains they got in there. <laughs> that, that's, that's one of the things I was going to bring up, actually, is I had a, a list of things that just, attractions-wise themselves, I think are super metal. Okay? Okay. Um, so let me know if, if you think of any besides what I name, okay? Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, super metal. Yeah, Haunted Mansion, obviously. The Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah. The People Mover, and I'll tell you why in a second, okay? Um, villains like Maleficent. Mm -hmm. Tower of Terror. I'm going to say this one see if you think it's weird to you, okay? The Mini Trains at Epcot. I, I know you haven't been to Epcot, but whenever you hear Mini Train, what do you think? Crazy Train. Well, I think Adam, Adam's family, Gomez's tiny trains. <laughs> okay. Oh, but anyways, yeah. I think they're freaking awesome as crap, man. And then all the super cool reptiles they have at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. When I think reptiles, snakes, slash from Guns N' Roses. That's yeah. what I think. There you go. Slash Plus, a snake, but... They have the, um, the villains of it. I don't know. Yes. What, is it just called villains? Um, or villains of dark? I don't know what it's called. I can't remember what it's called either. Yeah. But um, but that they was have kind a freaking of... dragon going through the streets. You got <laughs> yeah. hocus pocus songs going on. Yep, dragon pocus are... witches, witches are men. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's really cool. Um, so yeah, dragons. When you think of villains, you think of just all things dark. Yeah, yeah. I think it's still awesome. People still love it. I think it's metal. Yeah. So that I think that's really cool. And um, I wanted to draw some comparisons for you real quick. Okay. So whenever you think of the people mover, it's very plain. It's very straightforward. It knows what it's doing, and it's loved by everybody. Yeah. It is the ACDC of oh. Disney rides. Okay? Right, I got you. I got you. That makes sense. Tower of Terror. Yeah. Super intricate. Has so much stuff going on. It's kind of progressive. It's awesome. Everybody loves it. Tower of Terror is the Avenged Sevenfold of ah, Disney rides. There you go. <laughs> I like that one. <clears throat> Pirates of the Caribbean. Old school. A classic. 
dark, kind of slow, but still menacing. Yeah. It's the Black Sabbath Ooh. of Disney rides. Dig it. I dig <laughs> it. Hey. Haunted Mansion. Super popular. Uh-huh. Tons of different styles going on that puts everything together in a beautiful package with a nice bow on top of it. Almost everybody's favorite ride. Yes. It's debated as one of the best of all time. It's the Guns N' Roses of Disney. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just, um, I mean, if you think of any others, I, I thought about putting the um, Flight of Passage in there because dragons are metal. Yeah. You get to ride a dragon or a banshee yeah. in that ride, so it's super cool. Um, so, Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster is the Aerosmith of Disney attractions, just to go that way. It's, it's really cool. Fun ride. Great soundtrack. Um, uh, I guess you can say Everest is metal. Mythical oh, yeah. creatures and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. That could be the Dio <laughs> of theme parker. And um, the, probably the last thing I'll bring up attraction-wise is there used to be an attraction called Tarzan Rocks in Animal Kingdom. It might have been replaced by Nemo, which I hate. But anyways, um, <laughs> they had Tarzan Rocks was a really good... Huh? They had Michael Jackson there. That was over at Epcot. <laughs> and it didn't rock. <laughs> but anyways, Tarzan Rocks was a cool show. If you guys want to check it out and look it up. Yeah. Um, not on the same level as the Beetlejuice um, Graveyard Review, review. Yeah. but still a good show. Um, but yeah, that, that was just a fun segment I thought we talked about yeah. metal things that Disney has going on. Here's another comparison for you right here. Yeah. Break it down. Pretty simple for you. Yeah. Metal, heavy, freaking fan base, very dedicated. Disney, yes. heavy fan base, freaking dedicated. Dedicated. Yeah, that's, that's just what I thought. I mean, whenever I see somebody saying, there's like a trend going on that of people bashing... Disney adults, you know what I mean? And it's like the exact same thing. Like, D. Snyder fought for it back in the day when people, when politicians were like, don't sell heavy metal, don't buy their albums because of what... Yeah. Come on, man. Freaking, if you love something, you love it. Exactly. Enjoy it for you. You, you know, know it's doing good when people are freaking batching it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So let me, let me, I want to finish up the episode with this. Get your thoughts on it as well. Okay. Um, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So this article that was on, what was it on... Kerrang.com, okay? Kerrang. The 15 most metal things to watch on Disney Plus, okay? Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> no. Ah. To make sure you've got your bases covered, pun intended, yeah. here are 50, 15 things to watch on Disney Plus that are more metal than your average ride on Space Mountain. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, okay? Ah. One of Disney's first great princess movies has something truly metal going for it. It's villain, the witch Maleficent. Yeah, and this please. isn't the sympathetic, misunderstood version of the character Angelina Jolie played Ooh. in the movie To Come. Not at all. Flanked by demonic goblins and mother of pitch black thickets that look like living tribal tattoos, the movie's climax involves her turning into a jet black dragon with the aid of all powers of hell. A good <laughs> yeah. route for the bad guy weekend watch. Woo! <laughs> I like it. That's just metal right there. Yeah. All right, Gravity Falls. Those less hipster popular than Cartoon Network programs like Adventure Time, Disney's Gravity Falls is a brilliantly written show for both kids and adults. The story follows Dipper and Mabel Pines, twins spending their summer at their insane uncle's mystery shack in Gravity Falls. Facing the Pines kids are zombies, rainbow vomiting gnomes, a pyramid-shaped demon named Bill who wants to usher in the weird Mageddon, an emo kid named Robbie. Pity it only lasted a few seasons. <laughs> Personal fave of yours? Hocus yeah. Pocus. Yeah! Hocus Pocus Pocus has become a Halloween classic, but it stands as a reminder of how hardcore kids' entertainment was in the 90s. Yeah, it was. The movie opens with three witches literally murdering a child before they are all hanged on camera. <laughs> yeah, they are. Later, these same 
<laughs> These same resurrected hags worship a man they believe to be the devil. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Starts off with Led Zeppelin. Yep. The Tiki Watiti directed third installment in Marvel's Thor franchise is the film equivalent of a stoner metal album cover. Yeah. Whether Thor is fighting a horde of fire demons to Led Zeppelin's immigrant song or beating the crap out of a zombie footed soldier, Led Zeppelin's immigrant song, the movie runs with the concept of space Vikings like no other. There you go. The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, yeah. It's easy to forget that Disney owns The Simpsons, but it won't be once users realize that they have every single Simpsons episode available to them. This allows fans to create micro-marathons within the show. Sideshow Bob episodes and so on. But at the end of the day, nothing compares to the Treehouse of Horror episodes, the program's yearly Halloween episode mm. that provides a triptych of weirdo parodies and old-school horror references. Yeah, boy. Next up, Gargoyles. Oh, yeah. The 90s was a decade of extreme kids' entertainment. Movies and shows geared towards children that were hardcore to the point of being entirely inappropriate for their attended audience. Yeah, they were. Disney's interest into the fray was Gargoyles, a show about a pod of yep gargoyles in New York that come to life at night to fight evil. Pretty dope. Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go. Given how it's become an iconic piece of goth culture, it's easy to forget that Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas is Disney property. It is, and they the added... Oh, what? Oh, you're gone? No, keep going. I mean, I was about to say, and they reimagined that soundtrack... Yes. ...with uh, rock bands. Yes. Like Marilyn Manson. But the film is, in all of its shadowy, morbid glory, and might feature the most references to severed heads of all movies on the streaming service. Yeah. Though Halloween isn't yet cold in its grave, Christmas is right around the corner, so let Jack and Sally take you away on their, from their annoying relatives this holiday season. Kidnap the Santa Claus, put him in a bag. <laughs> that ain't metal, I don't know. <laughs> the Mandalorian. Really? Let's be real, the bounty hunter underworld, Boba Fett in particular, is probably the most B.A. part of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Okay. That the galaxy contains God energy and laser swords is fine, but that these things exist against a society plagued by money-hungry corruption make those fantasy elements especially cool. Okay. The Mandalorian lives in a culture, a cowboy gangster epic surrounded by a lone gunslinger wearing the same armor as Boba Fett. Yeah. The streaming service also has a full original trilogy, so if you are all about space wizardy, go nuts. There you go. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, the Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, baby. Sure, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies have become better known for Johnny Depp looking confused than anything else, but The Man, Curse of the Black Pearl, the first film of the series, and the last to not get overly bogged down in the layers of in-world lore, still holds up to this day. Between the skeletal pirate ghosts and the rum-guzzling antics of Captain Sparrow, the movie feels like a bizarre outlaw fable. I love all those movies, by the way. I know people talk crap about them, but I love them. Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean is a good franchise. I'm glad they're rebooting it. Yeah. Willow, 1988. Somewhere between Conan... The Game year of... I was born. Oh, there you go. Somewhere between Conan, Game of Thrones, and Lord of the Rings, there was Willow, a late 80s fantasy movie from George Lucas. It's a classic adventure story. There's enough blood and action to keep modern fantasy fans satisfied. There's also a horrific scene where soldiers are transformed into pigs that uncover some traumatic feelings in older metal fans who saw Disney Channel back in the day. All right, yeah. Got it. <laughs> Got a couple more here. Fantasia. Fantasia. Someone really should rescore this classic with death metal tracks. Fantasia was an early attempt at combining classical music with animation and certainly has its 
problematic moments, but the sequence set to Night on Bald Mountain at the end is truly mind-blowing stuff. Full of all the wraths of black magic and metalheads with this could summon from atop the mountain. Alright, alright. Ralph breaks the internet. Hey man, that's how you skip Star Wars. That's all that. I'm coming back to it. The sequel to Wreck-It Ralph shows a surprising amount of cultural awareness packing in as many internet references as the first film did video game shoutouts. But perhaps the raddest part of the film is Slaughter Race, an open-world GTA-based racing game full of death, destruction, and urban decay. What? Yes. I need to see this movie. <laughs> How could we leave it off? The second installment of the original trilogy is every, everything one wants from a Star Wars movie. You've got ice and swamp planets, your chopped-off hand, your Boba Fett, and of course, lightsaber fight between Vader and Luke. Mm. That all ends with the infamous mm. I Am Your Father line. Though Disney Plus has a complete Star Wars universe to choose from, none of the latter films of this special will ever quite be as good as this. Drank every time Han and Leah, Han and Leah lock smoldering gazes. Yeah, but I mean, true, but that last Star Wars movie was pretty metal. The freaking Palpatine <laughs> going around darkness and all yeah, that. Shooting go. lightning and all that. Come on now. Alright. That's pretty metal. And the last one I have here is Muppets Christmas Carol. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, who knew the Muppets could be so bleak and literally? While it does star foam chickens and dancing penguins, the Muppet Christmas Carol is one of the most texturally accurate film versions of Charles Dickens' classic holiday story ever made. Wow. Not only that, but the scary parts are pretty damn scary. The song performed by the Marley Brothers is jaunty but dark as hell, and the Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come looks like the cover of a Bell, Bell Witch album. Mm. A solid reminder that for all its holiday cheer, A Christmas Carol is a ghost story first and foremost. So bam! Yeah, if you guys are looking for something cool and dark and medley to watch on Disney+, Plus, I would suggest checking out any one of check those, out those Check out the Boogity Man. I don't know what that thing's called. <laughs> Oogie Boogie? No, there's something on Disney+, Plus called the Boogity Man. Like, it's Boogity it's Man? It's like an old Disney movie. Mm -hmm. Well, check it out, man. <laughs> now, we're going to get back to some American Horror Story. Yeah, boy. But that was a lot of fun, man. Wanted to implement some metal into the situation. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good episode. I'm glad we got to talk some fun stuff. Well, I've been saying stay metal for how many episodes now? <laughs> hey, this is episode 73, I think. Yeah. We're coming up on 74. 50 episodes more than mine. Yes. <laughs> Not too bad, man. You're getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Woo. But yeah, cool. This was a fun episode. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it and love you guys so much. Reach out to us on the Twitter. Yeah, let us know your Disney metal stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. And we will see you guys next time. Stay metal. Thank you for joining us this week. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and now Podbean. And if you want to share your thoughts or give us any suggestions for upcoming episodes, you can find us on Twitter at Tombstone Josh and Review It Rock. All thoughts and opinions are our own. Intro music by Steel Panther. Stay metal.